What's up, homie? This is episode two of Manifest Destiny. I'm here with my boy Phil. How's it um, going? This is take two. Uh, minor setback technologically. I kind of failed this a little bit, so we're going to have another shot at this. Um, Phil's going to take over. He's going to ask me a question. I wasn't supposed to know what the question was, and I had a good three minutes of talking about it before this, but here we are again. You yeah. know, We're new at this. Give us, give us some time. We'll, we'll figure we're it figuring out. it out. Yep. Um, it, it's not as much just a single question. It's kind of a series of questions, um, stuff that you'll care about it's in the sports world, stuff that I care about, obviously. Um, and it has to do with the Olympics and it has to do with kind of the, pers- the, the perception of, of where we should go with wokeness and, and on and off the field. Um, so I'll jump right into it here. Uh, the U S was heavy favorites to even to win the Olympics in soccer. Um, they had their one of their first matches in the in the preliminary rounds um, today, and they had a 3-0 loss to Sweden. And Sweden's not a nobody team; like they are good, but U.S. was heavy, heavy favorites. I mean, and and you know, losing 3-0 in a game of soccer in the Olympic stage is is pretty big. Yeah, I know all of our fans won't be big soccer people, so like in the realm of like other sports, that's like getting beat by like 35 and never having a chance in a football game. Like that is. I worked college soccer. I worked the athletic department. Worked a ton of games. When you lose three zero, you were handled the whole game. There was never a chance that you were going to win that. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was big. Like I remember FIFA Cup. Like I want to say six years ago, men's Germany won by like I think it was like five to zero or six to zero, and that was like they equated it to like a hundred twenty point blowout in in the NBA or something. Yeah. You know, it was it was crazy. Um. So uh, a lot of people are are putting a lot of uh, uh, pressure on the U.S. team to, to kind of all stand united right now because there was um, a, a big chunk of the team that kneeled during the national anthem. Um, and uh, it's not the first time the women's soccer team, the U.S. women's soccer team, has got, had some flack for um, protesting during the national anthem or, or on and off the field in general. Um, I think, in my opinion, there's kind of two different, two different sections. I think that, you know, I feel like in the Olympic setting is going to be a little different than when you're at home playing for a, you know, major league team. Um, but when they were in the FIFA cup, um, the women's cup a couple of years ago, they took a lot of flack because um, a few of the members were, were given an American flag after they won the world cup and they dropped it on the field, which to a lot is disrespectful, including myself. Um, you know, a lot of people died for that flag is how I feel. And, and, throwing it on the ground, which is, which is how a lot of people perceived it. they really just didn't seem to care about it, um, was, was taken really badly. So my question is, I guess, jumping into here, do you think that um, this, this protesting and the kind of fight for social justice and all this stuff on the field um, is going to hurt their performance long term? Do you think that it did hurt their performance in this loss to Sweden? And do you think that, you know, wh- where do you think we should go from here? I don't know that it necessarily hurts their performance. Um, as a fan of the Olympics, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm a huge soccer fan or that I love cheering for the women's team. I mean, I have cheered for the women's team in the Olympics. That's when I watch. I don't watch the World Cup. I don't watch anything else. But I watch the Olympics because it's the United States, and they're representing the United States in the Olympics, one of the biggest events in the world, probably the biggest sporting event in the entire world mm-hmm. every four years. And so I care about my country, and I want my country to win. And to me, when they're sitting there kneeling in the anthem, which in other settings, like, I don't have near as big of a problem with it. 
but you are representing the United States. That is literally your job. You're being paid by the United States to do it. Mm-hmm. And I know that they don't get paid a lot, but no, none of the athletes in the Olympics get paid a lot to be in the Olympics. It's mostly sponsored, things like that. Yeah. But you are being paid and sponsored to represent the United States of America. That's why you are there. There is no other reason. And if you can't stand up for three minutes of a song or two minutes of a song to support your country, then I don't feel like you should be there. I feel like your job is to show respect for your country. And if you can't do that for two minutes, then you don't deserve the the platform of being there. And I know that a lot of the people on the team are really good, and that's how they get away with it. Yep. But to me, it's still like, okay, lose it. if you're going to lose three to nothing to Sweden anyways, you might as well bring people that are going to respect the country. I agree. I agree. And the way I feel kind of about it is, is in, in my opinion, no no athletes that go to the Olympics should should, you know, disrespect their country in that way and I, and I know that sometimes they claim um you know when a lot of people are protesting the national anthem not they're not saying oh like we hate our country they're saying like we're, we're trying to show you know solidarity for some certain issue and i get that um but I, I i don't think that when you go to the olympics that you should you should have anything to do other than 100 support of your country like you are there for that job um i think that in in the case of like you know, some major league sports that, uh, um, you, there's, there are times where I think that, you know, protesting should be allowed, you know, should be in, in fact encouraged because, you know, off the field, especially, but I think in, in terms of being at the Olympics, like you said, you're there to represent your country. You're there to show that, okay, we are the, we are going to try to be the best. And I think that there's so many other countries that have no one protesting when, in fact, they have so many more issues than the United States. And, the and, and you know, we're not perfect. We do have issues. But it, I, find it, I find it sad to see when our athletes make the biggest scene on a world stage of, of some smaller issues in our countries when there's other countries out there that are, you know, there's literally slavery still going on in other countries. Child slavery, racial slavery. There, there are literal... Um, work camps in in China, but you would never see a Chinese athlete disrespecting their their anthem. And that might be just because they're going to get killed as soon as they step off the plane. You know, I mean, part of that is a good thing about America is these people can go and we think it's absolutely stupid. And I, I mean, like, there's a lot of America that would agree like, okay, kneeling during the anthem is stupid and we hate that. And they can go and do it and then they can come back and they're still treated the same because that is one amazing aspect of our country. You can say what you want, you can do what you want, and you're not treated differently. Yeah, you're not going to be jailed for it. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, some people might talk smack on you on Twitter, but they do that for basically anything that public officials do. Like, it's not. That's fair. So, moving forward here, um, you know, I think we're on the same page of, of I, we don't think it's a good idea. But do you think that, uh, you think that it's going to long-term hurt teams' performances that that otherwise could be performing better like do you think long term the protesting is taking more of their time and effort and their focus rather than focusing on their sport i wouldn't i wouldn't go that far to what you said last but i will think i will say that something i think that could affect their performance is soccer is a big chemistry sport and if you have some people that are there to represent their country and they feel like oh these people don't care about what we're representing they don't Mm -hmm. care about our country I do feel like that could cause some issues in the locker room more than anything, more than 
I think that anyone that goes to the Olympics to make it to that point, you are fully committed to your craft. You know, oh, yeah. they're spending all the time that they can practicing all of that stuff. And I don't think it takes a lot of effort necessarily to take the time to protest. But there is the aspect of, okay, why are these girls doing that? And the other girls, I mean, I'm being not. Like, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think I think it would be any sport, any sport. I mean, even like, you know, me being familiar with swimming, you know, it's every single sport has some type of team camaraderie part yeah. to it. And if like, of course, there's always gonna be people who disagree and have and have different views on stuff. But when that becomes the focus of of almost why you're there, and I, I there are a few a few athletes like Megan Rapinoe that's been the the most vocal about it. I I feel like uh, the media and and her on social media have made that her main focus. She talks more about her protesting and what she does off the field than what she does on the field. I would like, agree with that because I don't know how many people like you would go and be like, hey. Who are the top five women's soccer players of all time and for the U.S. national team? Mm-hmm. And you would list like Mia Hamm, Hope Solo, people like that. Yep. Megan Rapinoe is absolutely one of the top five best players to play for the U.S. women's national team uh, ever yeah. and probably top three. Mm-hmm. But most people know her because she talks out against politics. Like she's not even known for the sport she plays. I mean, people that follow soccer absolutely know who she is. But like casual fans of the Olympics – know her because of her social justice policies and from subway commercials and not because she's one of the best soccer players to ever live. I agree. And I, truly, I think later on down the road, she will, she, she might regret that as her legacy, you know, maybe she won't. And maybe she'll, she'll be happy with, with being able to voice your opinion. And I'm, and I'm happy for her to be able to do that. But I think that it's just, it's not the, the, the space to do it. Yeah. You, you need to be focusing on your sport and support and representing your country at the best at, at, at the best caliber because you are literally there because you are the best caliber in your specific event and that's um, where that's where i would touch on too like if you're playing like i'm sure she's in the she's in a soccer league i don't i don't follow soccer close enough to know where she plays during her like not during the olympic or not during the world cup mm-hmm. if she goes there and she kneels during the anthem i don't really care like that's your prerogative you're not representing the country i still don't necessarily like it but it's not to me. It's not like you're not representing the United States in that moment. You are just a player on a team that can do whatever they want and show your freedom of speech. I don't agree with you, but you have that freedom. To me, at the Olympics, that should not be an option. You are literally there to represent your country. Yeah. What do you think about the uh, so the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, has allowed um, some of their um, their rules that they originally put in place on protesting on expressing you know um your beliefs on 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 different political issues and and activist issues they they laxed those uh, uh, differently from a few months ago where they said no absolutely zero protesting we're not we're not going to allow that they laxed those because a lot of athletes complained um what do you think is going to is going to come of that do you think that's going to be the the new norm or do you think that going forward here that they're going to see like okay people don't like this because for example um, they now allow political messages to be on like warm up jerseys and stuff like that. Not not the actual competition like jerseys or like you know they wouldn't allow it on a swim cap. They wouldn't allow it on a on a, a tracksuit, whatever. But they they do allow it on like the 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 clothing you are wearing off the field, like your warm up jerseys, all that stuff. Um, do you think that that is going to turn a lot of viewers away to where they're going to regret it, go back to their original ruling, and just not allow it? 
Um, I don't know that they will just because I think the Olympics has always kind of been a place where politics have been a thing. Um, I know it's kind of seems like usually it was bigger issues in the past, like, and I'm not putting down anything that people are promoting as far as social justice and stuff goes. But when you think about like Jesse Owens back in the day in history, where like those were big iconic turning points for people of color getting into the Olympics and winning the Olympics, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like that should be an option. Those should be allowed. Um, and, like, there's other countries, too, that are in the Olympics now. Like, I wish they would protest a little more. I wish they'd be like, our country sucks. I just don't think people in America realize how good they have it. And that's why it kind of, from our perspective, is like, hey, like, what are you protesting? The fact that you have the freedom to protest and you come home and everything's okay. Because if some runner from China did that, they'd literally get executed when they got back. Yeah. Like, I think that the problems here are smaller to where we kind of, you know – minimalize them in our heads because it's not as big of a deal as what other countries are going through. But I really feel like all countries should have the right to somewhat politicize what they're going through. Yeah. Um, I see where you're coming from. I think that, uh, I, I think that that there are very few countries where that would actually happen though. I, they're, they're, they're the ones that it's okay. Or yeah, the ones that like, the, you shouldn't be protesting. Yeah. Your country's amazing. Yeah. The ones in the, the Western countries that, that allow that are going to be the ones that do it. And, and I'm wondering, um, I'm, I'm really wondering what differences we'll see from this, this Olympics. Cause I think we're going to see a lot of it. I really do think we're going to see, I mean, in, all, in probably every sport, there's going to be some type of, you know, very visible display of, of, you know, anti-America sentiment like that is going to happen. Um, do you think that, do you think that in the long run, other countries say China, for instance, who is, who's also very competitive in the Olympics, they might get the upper hand because they have athletes who, who truly believe in their country or at least seem to because that's what they, they understand about their country. Do you think that that will give them an upper hand in any events? Cause they're like, look at, look at these morons, look at these morons, you know, like that, that's what they're worried about. They, they work their entire lives to get here. And now they're just worried about, you know, th- throwing it, throwing out away because they're protesting a, a national anthem, whatever, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of what I feel like. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if that'll really be an issue because I think that once you get there, you're an athlete and you're going to be competitive and you're just going to be like, Hey, like this is my moment. And you're not probably even going to be thinking about the shirt you're wearing or anything you're doing. Yeah. But maybe I could see it maybe like on two people that are on exact even playing field, like, you know, going into this race, these guys have about the same times, things like that. And Mm -hmm. the person that's like, has, it's more of has the motivation to represent their country than it is. I think that the other thing distracts, it's like, okay. I don't, you played sports in high school. I'm sure you can think of this, but like, even like going into games that I had at home, like I played high school basketball. That's what I'm thinking of right now. And you had a game at home where you knew there was going to be a lot of fans there. And you're like, man, I got to represent my city. I got to represent my school. This is a big deal to me. And that's extra motivation that I used to play a little bit better than I would have probably at any other game. And I think that people that are really there to represent their country, that could just be a little boost that they have that gets them over the hump. I don't think that it's necessarily that the one side, the negative, yeah. But being there for your country is definitely something that would motivate people. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think you can tie that into the pride thing you were talking about and, and being prideful. Like, you know, when I was an athlete in college, you have your school pride. Like you, you want to beat the crap out of your rival because you are focused on like, no, we're the, we're the better school. Like we are the better, better school. And I think that's where it's going to hurt. I think that there are, there are so many athletes that, that have, 
you know, accepted the notion that America is this evil place, this America is this unfair place, which when you, when you really break it down in comparison to other countries is, is pitiful in my opinion. But I think it's going to come down to there will be there will be neck and neck races. There will be neck and neck games where a team or an individual or a relay or whatever will come down to, well, there's a deep down motivation in serious athletes at that level where you're going to go, you know what, I'm going to do it for my freaking country. And when, when you don't, when you don't respect or you don't value your country, you don't have that. Like I, I couldn't imagine being in college and, and being a part of a team where I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm miserable. Like I, I hate this place. Like that would not be fun. I wouldn't have fun representing it, but because I love the schools that I competed at, I enjoyed competing for those schools. And, and my motivation wasn't only for my individual game. It was also for like, I want to put on for my school. Like I want to break a new record. I want to make sure that our relay is the best. I want to make sure that we look the best on this big stage. And I think that's where they're really, that's where it really could come down to. I, I, I do agree that it's not going to do a big change, but I think in a neck and neck race, it possibly could. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So, um, you know, where do you what where do you support off field like say you know ioc changes their rules back because you know i could see this being a big downfall this year you think they could ever come back around say the next four years say no this this didn't work out well this was a big mess all the only media surrounding it was all about you know this activism stuff do you think that they could ever come around change go back to normal and we see a more united front within sports and that could spread into, you know, national sports, NFL, NBA, NHL, whatever. You think that, think that's ever going to come back? Um, well, I mean, you, you see with the NFL now, the NFL, there was not a lot of stuff like, you know, off the field there was and people and, you know, players did some protesting, but on the field last year, you didn't see anything. Like there was not, you know, anything going on as far as social justice goes between the time the game started and the time the game ended. Yeah. And, and they stopped filming the national anthem because they realized that that was a big divisive thing. And they're like, all right, we just cut this out. Mm-hmm. And they only, they did play a couple, but they only played it if everybody was standing. I don't know yeah. if you noticed that. But what the NFL said is political loses money. That's all they decided. They're like, well, I don't, it's not that we have anything against your movement. It's not that we have anything against this. We're a business and we want to make money. And the only sports franchise right now that's gaining viewers out of the major markets is the NFL. The NBA has about half viewership this year. The MLB has less viewership. And part of that is that the games are NHL is too, though. Less I, think, I think the NHL is gaining viewers. Gaining I, viewers? I think so. I don't know that for a fact. That's why I just used the three. Compared to those sure. three major ones, yeah. But um, so my point is, is that now that's not all causation. Like part of the game has fell off. The NBA quality was not as good this year due to mm-hmm. injuries, due to everything else. Crowd size, but I think that I think that plays a part. I think it would be irresponsible to be like that has nothing to do with it, because that really has some people in Middle America, especially that are like it's not that they're even against the cause that's going for. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching sports for a release, and I still watch sports. I don't care. I will just be like, okay, I, yeah, I'm tired of seeing it, but I don't care. Like I'm still gonna watch the game because I enjoy watching the game. Yeah. But there are a lot of people where if you're in that middle ground, where it's like, okay, I kind of like watching basketball, but I could watch something else. And you're like, oh, well, you know, this is just a bunch of activism stuff. Okay, I'm going to go watch Modern Family on ABC. Yeah. And I think that that revenue stream could be one way that the sports are just like, okay, like, we got to stop this. Well, here, here's 
is a, here's a good point that I, I've asked myself is we, we all know they're all about money. All these big corporations that, that, that oh, put on for pride month, they put on for uh, black history month and all these other, all these other, you know, holidays and stuff that come up that there it's all 100% about money. And if you don't think that you're ignorant and, and quite frankly, you you're completely blind to the fact that these big corporations don't care about these individual problems. It's not necessarily 100% about money. Okay. It's also it? can be about power. Okay. It's about money or power. Okay. Well, money, but it's not money like money genuinely, yeah, money it's not like power. genuinely, oh, we really care about these people. No, corporations are corporations for a reason. Yeah. It's there a are people within that corporation that definitely care about the cause and definitely feel that way. But 100%. But you the know, HR company, corporations don't make decisions based on a single individual or a feeling. No. They make, no. In, they make this, all of their decisions based on revenue stream. So my, my point is, do you think that they would lose money if they went back to straight up not allowing any protests, any any activism? You just focus on literally only the game, and if you don't, you're not televised. You're not this, that, and the other. Do you think they would go back to making as much as they did, you know, ten years ago, or more money, or do you think it would hurt them? Do you think that bringing back the audience that left because they were tired of the activism, bringing them back would be would be beneficial to losing those that would say, no, like, this isn't right. Or do you think that still a majority of people would watch it because, well, they're not, they're not being activists on the court. They're not being activists on the field, but they can be elsewhere. So what do you think would happen? Cause I wonder if they tried that, I really think that they would see a lot of money come back. I really do. I don't know about basketball. I think basketball to me is 50, 50 in my head because most NBA fans are younger. Like NBA fans support a younger generation. And a lot of the younger generation thinks that like that stuff is cool. They like seeing their athletes yeah, speak out important. about the social justice and things like that. I, I'm not going to even say important. I think they think it's cool because I don't think that a lot of people our age really do the research on what they're talking about. And they just support these <laughs> things. You don't think I guarantee it, but they support them because they know that other people do. And so, like they, they, if like they saw, oh, the NBA is not going to support social justice. Well, you know, they must be awful people. We hate them. It's not about money. It's because they're just bad people, and you know, white people run the league, and they're taking away this thing from yeah. all the people in the league. And to me, that's not what it would be. It'd be like, hey, we want to start making money again. So that one could be fifty-fifty. Major League Baseball, one hundred percent, they'd start making more money. Yeah, baseballs. I don't know what baseball was thinking. I don't know if it was like we're trying to attract a new fan base, and mm -hmm. we can use this. But their fan base was very much. We want to watch baseball, and we don't want a bunch. Yeah, of it's called jobs. the pastime sport for a yeah. reason. Like you, you don't want like. And I'm not ragging on baseball, but like when you go to watch baseball, you don't want to do anything but just turn your brain off and watch baseball. Like when I go when I go to games, that's what I like doing. That's what it's what's enjoyable about it. It's a long game. You just get to chill out and and watch people hit dingers and and make cool plays. What about the NFL though? Like. They, the NFL, in my opinion, is very blue collar league. You see where the pockets of biggest support of the NFL um, and and the NFL teams and actually supporting your specific local team. It's the Midwest. It is the center of the country, and the center of the country is also the group of of people and the and the areas of the country that doesn't like seeing people protest the national anthem, for example. So I think in the NFL, you would see the biggest comeback. Well, the NFL revenue. is making money. 
NFL. I'm not saying they're losing. I feel like I'm they, saying they would they would see enough a, a bigger spike in bringing viewers back and seeing more money being made. I Easy. would argue that the NFL already cut the politicalness out from zero to zero. I don't think that you see that during the game. You don't see it from players. You don't see it from coaches. You don't see any of that. Or at least I didn't last year. I, I mean, two years ago it was really bad, and then last year they're like, "Hey, we're not going to do that anymore." I mean, you'd see a commercial or two during the game or something of that status, which I don't have a problem with that either. I'm already not paying attention to the commercial. I don't care what you put in there. But as far as like, it's not like the NBA where you have every kind of social justice thing, like the coaches wearing a mask that says "Stop COVID" or making something else political, where it's like, okay, like cool, that's yeah. fine. You're wearing a mask when you're all vaccinated and standing eight feet apart and then you get on the court and you literally sweat yeah, and you're, and you're, the, you're, in, you're in the most the best shape of any human being on, on the planet yeah but it's really important that you social distance on the bench and then go in the game and stand six inches away yeah that's spitting a big deal. on each other and sweating and yeah, yeah no no that makes definitely not sense. how diseases are spread yeah yeah but that's a topic for another day let's, <laughs> let's be honest here that, that that could be 50 times well but that to me is the same thing because you see things like that where the nba has just tried to be political and i'm not saying that aspects of covid are like some aspects of covid like that are political where it's like you're already vaccinated everybody in there is vaccinated especially in the bubble when like everyone that was in there was covid tested every day like you know you mm-hmm. don't have it yeah why are why are we doing this it's it's all for money because you look at the, the but the, the argument NBA, is they're losing money i know but but i i really don't think at, at they realized that at the time they realized after the fact, they're like, "Oh my God, we're losing money, but we can't, we cannot change our 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 stance on this because then you're gonna you're gonna piss those off." I think that already we're pissed off and like this is annoying, this is BS. We don't want to see this. Just get back to the normal game. And you're also gonna piss those off that are like, "Well, we did like it," and and not necessarily. I guess they weren't watching it as much and they weren't as engaged as someone you know an older generation who would be able to watch it on TV. And, and actually engage in bringing them revenue, you know, commercial advertising, stuff like that. But I think it would have pissed off so many people, them flip-flopping, that that they would have seen even in even fewer viewers. So that's why they, at the season mark, then they changed it. Because they're like, okay, new season, new season we're going to do, we're going to do something different. I totally agree with that. And you're, I think you're right, where, you know, the people that were still watching would have just stopped watching. But I think that you have to give roger goodell a big thumbs up like a lot of people hate on roger goodell and he has done some idiotic things throughout the course of his tenure like making himself the disciplinary guy that was stupid but as far as printing money goes that dude is a genius the nfl has maintained a complete surplus like there was it came out that every team last year off of their tv deal made 380 plus million dollars that's crazy. And the salary cap's 190. So they're basically doubling their money. I mean, they pay other people, they pay coaches, people on staff, things like that. Yeah. But the NFL prints money. They are really good at what they do. And I think a big part of that last year was they're like, okay, we're not going to do this political stuff during the game. And if you, they, and the players have complete freedom. Like there's a bunch of people on Twitter and yeah. other places where players speak out and the NFL doesn't like find them. They let them do whatever they want off the field, which they should. That is completely your prerogative. Whatever you want to do off the field. You should speak up for what you believe. I agree. So, what do you what do you what do you think about the idea that a lot of the a lot of the players in the NFL, especially, 
because the NFL has cracked down on it the most, have said like, oh, it's a modern day slave trade. Like they tell us what to do. Like, in my opinion, it's a business and you work for that business. You are paid because you are employed in the NFL. Like truly that's how it is. So yeah, a boss or a corporation can tell you what to do. They are, they are free to do so. They are free to tell you how you can act in their workplace. And technically you are in their workplace while you're playing on the field. I What my point would be is I think that anybody that was actually ever enslaved would just be the most pissed off offended person in the history of the world. Like, okay, you're going to sit there and you're going to call yourself a slave when you make $20 million a year. Like yeah. you are being paid, you are being compensated more than 99.9% of the country. Of anyone in history. Anyone. Well, in yeah, but I mean, obviously you make more money now. So 99.9. But my point is, is that you sit there and you make more money than anybody. Literally almost anybody outside of the, and yes, the people that own the NFL teams make a crap ton of money. Yeah. They make so much money that paying the players $40 million a year doesn't feel like anything. But at the same time, if those people don't make the business decisions they did throughout the course of their lifetime, you don't have the chance to make $20 million to play football. Like, I agree. I would sit there and I would not be near as good. I, this is not the claim that I'm making. I would play <laughs> football for 500 k a year easy. I would play football for $70,000 a year just to sit there and play football. Yeah. You can't oh, yeah. complain to me about making 10 to $20 million a year and say I'm a slave. Like yeah, that I doesn't agree. connect. And I think that that's a big reason where people got disconnected. Like you can't connect with an audience, even the people that you're appealing to when you're saying, I feel like a slave and I'm making $20 million a year. I agree. Well, on that bombshell, that was a pretty good one. Um, it was a good conversation there. A little less humorous than the last one, but yeah, I'm glad nice we one. got into it. But um, anyways, we, uh, we thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you, uh, if you want to, uh, find us we're going to be on spotify and youtube for now we're going to try to find some other platforms uh, we're um, also on apple music apparently we're on apple music we did i'm that. the tech guy so. yeah um i just kind of show up with the questions um anyways so you can find us there go subscribe to our youtube channel you can find this episode and the first one which is uh, titled pilot um on our youtube channel and uh again if if you made it here to the end i guess we uh we apologize we're sorry